you can play drinking games with it still, you know? It's not the like with <laughs> Yeah, you can't do that with beer, you know? You definitely can't play drinking games with beer. No, I'm saying you can. I'm saying wine can also be versatile if you have a creative mindset going into it. And that's you have a creative mindset. So, like, if you also drink it. You're like, hey, you know how we do this? If you're creative, like, let me try putting this in my mouth. Don't just cook with it, drink it. (laughs) You can cook with it as well. You can cook with beer as well, though. So, so, Cam, you're right. It is versatile. Like, every wine sucks ass in in its own way. Like, it's, it's unique. Everyone's unique in how bad it sucks. Drew's frozen. All right. There we go. Let's go ahead and start. Drew, oh, you were frozen in my thing just making the YMCA. So that was yeah, I just held the pose. Standing like that. Was... <laughs> All right. Freeze. Welcome to what I believe is episode 35 of the Bruce and Burns podcast. My name is Cam Hasbrook. Occasional host at this point. Jeez, I'm getting back to it, boys, with the regular schedule here. Joined as per usual at, by Chris Gear, Andrew Johnson, we were feeling feisty tonight. We brought in the big guns. Colin McDonald joining us tonight. And if things are going as usual, Colin's going to be coming for bodies, likely mine, by the, the name on his screen right there. So we're going to let him get to that in just a second. But first, Pick Drew has out, something baby. he wants to say about DraftKings. Oh, feel you the betcha. sweat. Feel oh, yeah. The sweat's coming. <clears throat> it's everyone's favorite tournament of the year. Can you guys guess what tournament that is? I no can. Idea. It's the Masters. Yes, you're right. The golfers are in Augusta, Georgia to compete for the coveted jacket in which they will feel the sweat most likely because it's going to be hot. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is putting you in the center of all the action by giving you a shot to land in the green. This week, DraftKings is giving you a free shot at the $1 million top prize when you download and sign up using promo code THPN. If you haven't tried DraftKings, this is the time to do it. It's easy to play. Pick six golfers, stay under the cap, and submit your lineup before the tournament tees off early Thursday morning. Then sit back and follow the action. The more red numbers they have on the leaderboard, the closer you'll be to winning some green. Rack up points for pars, birdies, finishing position, and more. Even though you may not be able to hit the course with the pros, DraftKings is giving you the chance to scratch your competitive itch. And reign supreme. Scratch that itch. Feel the sweat and scratch that that itch itch. by downloading the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during sign-up. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at $1 million top prize. That's code THPN, and you can get a free shot at the $1 million top prize only at DraftKings minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Beautiful, Drew. That was nice. Well done. Thanks. I met you now, but, you know. I appreciate whatever. that. Yeah, you scratch, scratch that scratch itch. Scratching your itch and feeling the sweat. All that good stuff. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we've confirmed tonight that our days on Earth are numbered. The first sign of the apocalypse has happened with Patrice Bergeron tripping over a ghost and... Bruins giving up the, the game-winning goal in <laughs> overtime. Uh, 
I'm about ready to sell everything on this team, quite frankly, after that one. I, I, I think that's like the sign that this is this is a fucking tragedy. This is it's all going downhill, guys. I don't think we're gonna make the playoffs for another decade after this. Yeah, um, I, I saw that happening in slow motion in, in my head. I saw him starting to skate backwards and I was like, oh no. This doesn't look good. <laughs> He's falling behind a little bit and then he tried to yeah. catch up, but he just fucking hate it. I, like, <laughs> like of all people, I just, I, w- I would be emotionally prepared to see anyone else on the team do that. Not Patrice Bergeron. Not right I now. Think, I think it goes to show how insanely talented NHL defensemen are. Uh, yeah. In the sense that even the best uh, defensive forward of the generation has struggles with that. So, yeah. Oh, man. Well, anyway, I need a drink, and uh, I think we all do after that one. So who wants to lead us off here with some beers? I'll take it. I have a Chasing Citra Unfiltered IPA from Resident Brewing Company. Now, hold on. I want to get Colin's reaction with the name right away. Colin, how do we feel about that? That sounded like a Brita, like a new Brita filter. (laughs) That's not beer. That's water. (laughs) Let's, it's mean, unfiltered if, if it was filtered that would be that would be a different thing um let's see loaded with citra hops a tropical rush of fruit and medium body will have you coming back for more chase your dreams and keep chasing citra yeah, yeah loaded with uh, water <laughs> i'm intrigued to see what colin's drinking by comparison this is gonna be good yeah <laughs> was that me no uh obviously another local brew because that's all i drink for uh, podcasts now i guess um and uh yeah as far as taste there's not a whole lot there uh it's it's just one of those like single hop ipas so you're really just getting the flavor from the citra hops and it's it's a decent flavor but it's not super flavorful so i'm gonna give it like an 18 on taste and uh drinkability 31 it's very drinkable Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, is it my turn? I guess sure. it is now. <laughs> Colin, what do you think of this one? I got Ninja versus Unicorn double IPA. <laughs> I had this last week, but I had to bring it back because Colin was on. I want to shoot you. <laughs> All right. That's great. Oh, I got um, that falls into this beer. I was trying to work shooting into this beer somehow, but it's not able to. Oh, it's good. Taste is it's shooting beer into my mouth. Uh, taste is <laughs> I don't fucking know anymore. You sure about um, that one, Drew? <laughs> yeah, never mind. Uh, you can taste it. It's a little heavy. Drinkability also pretty heavy. So I'm gonna go like twenty across the board. All right. So I got. <laughs> Colin, what you got? Um, a Coors Light IPA. <laughs> locally brewed. Coors the Rockies. <laughs> really good. There's mountains and shit on it. It's as hoppy as the Rockies. <laughs> I think this one I got like a month and a half ago. So it's pretty fresh. Um, Cold as the Rockies. Cool, uh, colder, actually. Thanks. It's the IPA. Uh, double IPA, um, and it's perfect. Thanks. Yep. Uh, we do video now, so people can see that you're lying out of your ass. No, no, they can't. 
We do videos, just nobody watches it, so they probably can't. He's right yeah, I that. also don't post any recently because my my Premiere Pro has not been working. So I didn't know you guys switched over to OnlyFans, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your debut, or are you having some experience in that department, Colin? I'm actually I actually was supposed to start one. They were down. The Bruins were down four one, like in the first month of the season, and I tweeted. <laughs> If if the Bruins win this game, I'll start a pucks in deep only fans, and they <laughs> within ten minutes it was five four. Wait 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 wait. Can you make a can you make an only fans where it's just people getting pucks in deep, like just just well, like was, really nice dumpings? Like my my plan, I was like, people are gonna hold me to this most likely. So I was just like, it'll be really funny if I just take my fake sheet of ice into my street. And the videos are like four seconds of me just sending absolute UFOs into the cul-de-sac. And then that's it. That's the whole thing. <laughs> Maybe an occasional clap on. That's all I got. I think we could no, no one no yeah. one came back. Grizzlick's brother was like, I'm holding you to this, but then he he did for like three days, but then he didn't he didn't follow up, so that's that's good. Right, we'll be sure to circle back to that one on Twitter, <laughs> most definitely. Oh, for sure. I'm already drafting tweets. There you oh, go. That's exactly. what I would expect. Um, I'm drinking a cool one. I've been waiting to have uh, you guys on for this one. It doesn't have a long name, Colin, so don't get too angry. Um, this is actually homebrewed by a guy that I used to work with in Albany when I was an intern at Channel 6 in Albany. Uh, he was a, uh anchor and I believe a reporter there as well. Um, maybe just an anchor, I'm not sure, but he does, uh, they have a, uh, a place he and his, um, wife who oddly enough is like friends with my girlfriend through another thing. Um, but they have a place through on Shawnee peak. They were the ones that I was telling you about that were nearby. Oh, um, really? Okay. Yeah. 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 So, but anyway, he, and I don't know, his family have been brewing for like 10 years now. And when I was up there, he was like, Oh, you got to try one of these. Like, what do you like? And I was like, Oh, I like sours a lot. So they have this uh, homebrewed cran raspberry sour, and I took a sip there, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is fucking delicious!" And it was like one of those things where I was like, "I feel like you guys didn't think I'm just being nice because I'm like at your house and like your parents are here, and like it's my first time like meeting them or whatever." You know what I mean? I was like, "No, this is really good. Like, if you, I, I would actually buy this off of you. Like, you guys should, you guys should upgrade this." Um, so I don't think they're selling it right now at the moment, but. Um, really good beer. I'll keep you updated with whatever happens. What's but, it called? Uh, Lamson Brewing Company is like the, the family tag they have on it right now. Nice. Um, really good cran raspberry sour. They have some other stuff too, but this one was definitely my favorite. Ooh, it's really uh, good. Drink oh, you guys can't buy it. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> hey, well, you might yeah, be able to. I'll try to snag you some. Drew's gonna be able to snag some. I'll grab you some for. Uh, yeah, I also like how Cam was like. I've been but, waiting to have you guys on to to, talk to tell you about this beer. and just yeah. rub it in. Yeah. But, like, yeah, um, it's your podcast. He's like fired you eleven thousand times. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully one day it is being sold and we can get it out to you. But um, oh, great drinkability! <laughs> it is a really good, like, true sour. So you're not going to want to kill a bunch of them. Um, probably like a twelve on the drinkability scale. You can taste the shit out of this, though. It's really well made, very fruity. So you have to like that sour beer. But a uh, full thirty-seven on the on the taste scale. I absolutely love this fucking thing. Colin just stealthily switching from cans to bottles. Does anybody want to wheel out? Yeah. 
There it is. That's a unique uh I don't know if I've seen that kind of bottle in a while. How long have you had that one stored? You say you haven't seen this kind of a bottle? I've seen the bottle, sorry, the uh like the the, the trim on it. The yeah, logo. whatever it's called, the sticker. It's I think you like just a, picked some of just it a, off. Just a poorly applied sticker. <laughs> yeah, this is a it's not someone glued it on. I think it might be something else. <laughs> I, don't <know> what <laughs> I don't know what I'm drinking. It's fresh from the Rockies. Yeah, it's There's literally just like water that runs down the Rockies. With like the mountain goat spring. urine in it. It's, yeah. you know, fresh. I like uh, it. I love it. Well, uh, <laughs> the Penguins game, that went well, um, I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Halak uh, is now in COVID protocol for a positive yeah. test. Hoping that's not a real positive test. Um, yeah, I'm... I'm liking what I've seen from Vladar, but you know, would like to have our uh, NHL goaltenders in there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think uh, the the Penguins game was the game that got me like back in. I was not even enjoying watching the Bruins. It was more just homework uh, for the past <laughs> several weeks. Just slog after slog, nothing really positive to show, and I think that's a lot of the the first line having issues for a little bit and pasta struggling a little bit, but it seems like everyone's back now. It was the, I mean, the penguins game was really like everybody you wanted to see get going again, scored. So yeah, good stuff. Would love yeah. to see, a, you know, a response after that game as like, Hey, we're going to beat the shit out of this, uh, this struggling flyers team. That's giving up like six goals a game, but it didn't happen. Yeah, I think it's yeah. kind of like one of those things where, like, at the end of the day, I think we're playing three and four against them, right? So if you come out with five out of six points at the end of it, you look back on this and say, that's fine, we battled, you know what I mean? But you have to get some work done in the next two here when you're fighting for that last playoff spot in the in the division. Yeah. Um, but I will say, like 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 you said, Chris, I, I, I think Vladar has been a bright spot. I'd say a little bit of an unexpected bright spot this season. Um I mean, I know we had talked about at the beginning of the year having to work in three goalies and something, and um, and potentially more. We <laughs> saw this one coming a mile away, um, and here we are at that at that situation now. But um, you never know with like young goalies like that, and and Vladar. Obviously, you know, I'm not going to say he's like oh, he's absolutely the goaltender of the future um, right now with how far we are out, obviously. But what we have seen from him, I think so far has been really encouraging. You're yeah. frozen as shit. Oh, there he is. <laughs> He's back. I, I we, heard every word. We, we heard what you said, it. but um, all right, that's why I just figured I keep talking in case <laughs> keep hearing me still. But yeah, yeah, I don't want to dominate conversation or anything, so I won't talk for a while after this. But yeah, I think we were kind of quick to anoint uh, Jeremy Swayman as the goaltender of the future, and Dan Vladar as the maybe the backup is the future or whatever. And I know. Uh, Got two contracts coming up at the end of the year for NHL goaltenders and uh, got to figure out what that means for the, the expansion draft. But, you know, I think if you put off uh, signing both either or whoever you're planning on signing, you can protect Vladar and figure out where you're going next. Yeah, I'm on the Swayman bandwagon for sure. I've already 
talked about that many a time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think Villar kind of showing an argument for himself. Uh, like you know, the first impression wasn't great. You know, thrown into a playoff game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, that doesn't really bode well for most goaltenders <laughs> in general. Um, and so yeah, I was hesitant after that but yeah he's he has a strong showing i still think i expect swayman to you know i, I think swayman has a higher ceiling uh but vladar is ready now so if you know if uh either halak or rask were gone next season or something i think vladar would be the guy they they suit up to be the backup uh but long term i do think swayman will be that starter yeah i know i 100 percent am on the future the future is swaming but at the same time vladar being good now actually it's vladash sorry uh him 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 looking good now and showing that he can hang in the nhl just gives them more options in terms of next year if you're not sold on halak coming back again or you just don't want to give whatever he's going to cost if you don't want to give him that money now you can at least feel a lot better about having Vladar in there next season. And then you can just give Swayman another year to play pro hockey in the AHL. Cause I mean, he was obviously the best goaltender in college last year, but so was Zane McIntyre. And that went horribly wrong. And I, I think yeah. he's in the ECHL now. I mean, he would, who knows? Goalies are weird. He could pop back up again, but that didn't really work out well for them. So right now it's just giving them more options and it's another guy that they can have in the net. And even when they're not playing their best hockey, they still have someone that's going to bail them out with some, apparently, some ridiculous saves. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know where he's pulling these saves out of, but he's been great. So it's it's been a bright spot for sure. So only only yeah, good I, things, I guess. I feel like with like goaltenders like that, and you know, I feel like these are the two we've had tabbed for at least a few years now as as potentially being goaltenders of the future here in Boston. And realistically, I feel like you expect not even expect, but you really hope for one of them to pan out like with goaltenders, how unpredictable they are and how late some of them bloom. It's really hard to like see whether their game is going to translate to the next level. Like we saw with Zane McIntyre looked as dominant as Swayman did, but then just didn't have it at the pro level um, or at least at, at the highest pro level. Yeah. Zane's, so Zane's still Vesma nominee for this year for me. anymore but he's still he's still up there in the conversation if i was part of the pro hockey writers association i'd give him a vote just for the fucking hell maybe maybe some insight as to why drew is not part of the pro hockey writers association (laughs) but um but yeah i mean i i think like you reasonably hope for one of them to pan out and the fact that we're even having this conversation um, and the fact that really Vladar is the one who's out here showing it right now, and, and we're still saying, hey, we've got another solid option in Swayman. I'm not going to say we're the Rangers necessarily with the level of, of depth and, and young goaltending that they have, but I think it's a, a pretty promising spot to be in with two of your NHL goalies uh, having very uncertain futures with the team. I don't think you could, even if one of them does fall off, the fact that they're both showing a lot of promise right now gives the Bruins a lot of options, like Colin was saying, and I think that that can go a long way this offseason with the expansion draft, with contracts being up, having options there could be really, really big. Well, and that doesn't even factor in Kyle Kaiser. So he's yeah. another guy. He, he's been, I think today was his second AHL start, and he's playing unbelievable. If he can stay healthy, I mean, he's got bad concussion problems that have 
kind of fucked him up a few yeah. times. But I mean, he was he, he was Team USA. He was their starting goaltender for the World Juniors, and then he got the concussion. And he's been playing really well. He's been with with a Jacksonville or whatever in the ECHL just because they have Vlad and they have Swayman in Providence. But he stepped in today because Swayman and Vlad are up with the Bruins right now with injuries slash COVID. Tough break. But Kaiser, I mean, he was ridiculous today. He made some insane saves just while I was streaming during school because <laughs> that's what I do. I watched uh, Providence, Rhode Island, Bruins, of Marlboro, Massachusetts. But he was real good today, and he's staying healthy. So You're like, really yo, Casey, you see this shit? <laughs> yeah, like, yo, don't worry it's about like, whatever you like, can you help me with this? I'm like, can you help me with this? Like, look at this shit. <laughs> <laughs> can you help me with this? I'm going on a podcast tonight. I need to have some hot yeah. takes ready. <laughs> where Where were you when I was in school? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, in, in school, I was in probably. Streaming Bruins, same thing you're doing now. <laughs> yeah, same shit. Now you're getting paid for it, though, so that's nice. Same shit, different side of the desk. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I feel like I would have been in trouble if, uh, like, streaming sports had been a thing back when I was in high school. That, mm. that would have definitely got me. It's a real, real bitch Dude, in college sometimes. <laughs> you have no idea. Like, I, I can't even begin to explain high school in 2021. Like, not, like, that, nothing to do with, like, COVID or just – I would die. Like I, there's no way I can make it to fucking high school. These kids at my school, anyways, they actually got a school policy. Let's go, Marcus Johansson goal. Um, they actually got. <laughs> this is so on brand. I love it. See, I, I've seen you looking over and like acting like. I thought you were like fighting with someone over text or something. You got a shitty reply, but now I realize. No, Colin can't go five minutes without watching hockey. It's. Uh... <laughs> well, the wild are getting their dicks kicked in by the abs, but JoJo just made it 5 3. Hell yeah. You Love the sweatshirt, by the way, but yeah. Hockey Minnesota. But as I was saying, my our kids actually, like not specifically mine, but like our high school, the kids legitimately complained enough to their parents who run school districts now. It's all it's just parents that were legally not allowed to take their phones. You just can't take them. They they just I have I have I work with the, I mean, I'm in an insane, insane asylum. There's a girl that will wave her phone in my face. Like, hmm, what are you going to do? I was like, I'll just grab it and smash it. I don't care. Fire me. I don't like you. I didn't say that to her. I should. <laughs> I might. <laughs> she literally was like, oh, you can't take it. Because uh, in case of an emergency, you know, because that's what they need their phones for. The parents would never find out about any emergency at a school if a kid didn't have their phone. We just like to leave the parents out of the loops, you know? Yeah, that's classic uh, uh, thing. Yeah, Bruins. Bruins, go Bruins. Bruins. Go, go Beast. <laughs> Bruins. Go know, Kaiser. That Kaiser. <laughs> Kaiser sick. Kaiser phones. <laughs> he was sick. Yeah. Um. Right. Yeah, I want, I want to talk about the game against Pittsburgh, but I was at fucking work. So I just kept checking the score and it was just get like that bread though. Start oh yeah, dude. I worked on Easter because you know we're the only restaurant in the state of Massachusetts that was open on Easter. And <laughs> fucking I got I got like a hundred bucks in tips and I was working like carryout, like I wasn't even serving or anything. 
I made more than the servers, and I feel really bad about that. <laughs> plus, plus my hourly wage, which is way higher than theirs. But um, yeah, but I didn't get to see the game, which was like the only good Bruins game in the past, like yeah. <laughs> two or three but, weeks. Yeah, Drew. So you're still on uh, boring watch. Yep. That that game wasn't on Easter though. That was Saturday, correct? Because I also yeah. work Saturday. So, yeah. Ah. Yep. Uh, should we talk Boston Pride? I want, I want Collins better. Yeah. <laughs> that was sick. Hell yeah. <laughs> see. Nice. All right, and that's episode thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Mal's shotgun and beers. D- we're having her on again this week. She's uh she's gonna be on on Thursday, released Friday. Uh, she's actually gonna not get... gonna. She's not even gonna be talking. She it's just gonna be five minutes of her shotgunning eight beers. Yeah. Like, and that's the episode. Thanks for coming, Mal. Congrats on the shame. Yeah. Congrats on the, on winning a title. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna have to find a shotgunnable beer because all I have is IPAs and bottles. So I'm just gonna have to like grab a Bud Light or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna see if our drizzly code still works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought about ordering Drizzly tonight because I literally like I have the same beer I had last week. I was like, fuck, I guess I got to do that. And my mom's like, yeah, you you didn't go to the store. Like, why don't you just go to the store? It's like, ah, who wants to leave the house? And then I was like, wait, Drizzly. I was like, ah, fuck, it probably won't get here in time because it can take like up to an hour or two for Drizzly. So you should take a trip to save more spirits. I yeah, should. But n- yeah. <laughs> Drew didn't go to a liquor store one day, so his mom was really concerned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the moral of the story. Yeah, yeah, my mom was concerned that I'm not drinking enough. You, you look pale. Speaking of mothers uh, being concerned that their sons aren't drinking enough, uh, instead, so my mom usually sends me like a an Easter basket, which is totally unnecessary. And I've told my mom like, I'm fine. Don't need a bunch of candy, but. Thank you. Anyway, uh, so this year she sent me a box of wine, not like a not boxed wine, like a case of wine, uh, which much appreciated. Uh, I thought about drinking yeah. wine on the podcast, but um, hey. I felt like I, I needed beers after that game. I did drink wine during the game, though. Yeah, I was gonna say Cam's Cam's pulled the wine game out on the uh, on the pod. I do love a good wine. I do love a good wine. See, I don't like wine. I really don't. Really? Yeah. So, it's like, wait, how, how much it's wine? It's like too have, bitter for me. How much wine have you had? Wait, wait, wait. What? It's so, too bitter compared to beer? Yeah. See, isn't that compared weird? to IPAs? You drink look, double hop IPAs. I just drank, I drank a lot of juicy juice as a kid, the grape juice. So, when I have wine, I'm like, why can't it just taste like that? So, I've liked like a couple of like glasses of wine. I've liked like the really good wine. I, don't know what it was it's like usually at restaurants like my parents like wine so they'll get a bottle i'll just be like all right cool i'll have like half a glass of this why not and it's good and then we have a family friend who makes their own wine and i was i tried it once i was like whoa i actually really like this and i was told it's like loaded with sugar so it's like super sweet for wine (laughs) i was like oh okay that's why it's not like actually wine um 
yeah, I, I just don't like it that much. I've never. And, and when I was a kid, like I hated soda because I hate like the carbonation. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to be drinking wine then when I get to the age that I drink alcohol. And uh, nope, nope, not what happened. But, wine yeah. sucks ass. Well, all right. Thank you, Colin. All right, cool. I'm glad I'm not going to be like alone on this. Let's make this a debate because I don't know what else we have to talk. About. I would say go to a winery that lists like all of the characteristics of their wines, including the residual sugar. And if you uh, get some stuff with higher residual what the sugars, fuck is residual sugar. It's sugar like, left over winery? from the uh, fermentation process. Nope. Tasty sugars. The ones I'm that good. you're. You're slurping up, <laughs> but nah, I, I'm I'm team wine. I'm big time team wine. I don't know what's not to like. It's delicious. It's not Gets delicious. That's faster. one. You can play drinking games with it still. You know what's not to like with it. Yeah, you can't do that with beer. You know, you definitely can't play drinking games with beer. No, I'm saying you can. I'm saying wine can also be versatile if you have a creative mindset going into it. And that's you have a creative mindset. So, like, if you also drink it. You're like, you're like, hey, you know how we do like, let me try putting this in my mouth. Don't just cook with it, drink it. <laughs> you can no, cook with it as well. You can cook with beer as well, though. So, Ooh. Yeah. I, so Cam, uh, Cam, you're right. It is versatile. Like, every wine sucks ass in, a, in its own way. Like, it's, it's unique. Everyone's unique in how bad it sucks. That's what my parents tell me, actually, too, about. Just my life in general. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I didn't. You're very versatile. You suck in a lot of different ways, Cam. <laughs> I know. I'm like the. That's why he moved to Portland. It makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Chris sounded like he had a real point to make on wine instead of just. I know. That was that was the point. It was just I, I think if you go to uh if you find like a good wine, you gotta find your wine, which yeah is. Uh, obviously a little harder to do in Massachusetts, but there are places around like Western New York, um, some decent wine country. That um, I did that once. My cousin went to Hobart and I went to his graduation and there was down the, down the street, there was like a, it was like half winery, half brewery. The place was sick. And my cousins got me to give the winery a shot. And I was there for 15 minutes and I was, like I'll fine. I'm gonna go to the brewery by myself since you need me. Like I have two beer tokens, and then I stole one of theirs, and then I had three, two plus nice. one, three. So, uh, Cam, you said you gotta find your wine, and I instantly was just search findyourwine.com, <laughs> and the domain is for sale. But the concerning part is now I don't know if they left out a decimal for the cents, but right now it costs eleven thousand seven hundred and nineteen US dollars for the domain findyourwine.com. And even if they missed a decimal, it's $117. I'm a little concerned about that, but I'm tempted. So if you guys want, we can pool our advertisement money, right? All the <laughs> this is we're gonna end the podcast because you know we're we get thousands and thousands from DraftKings, of course, right? The Brews and Bruins podcast. Are you kidding me? You know, yeah. we make up like 90% of the network's download rates, so we could buy that though. <laughs> yeah, you guys Actually, get way Brews and Bruins is taken. You guys get way more listeners <laughs> than Terry Ryan for sure. 
<laughs> they don't even tell me bruisingbruins.com is for sale. They just say this site can't be reached. You know what? That's probably good. <laughs> That's <for> <laughs> we actually own you the know, domain, but we've we fucked it up beyond the domain. We just put an error code. <laughs> uh, beyond brand. Someone yeah. listened to the podcast and we're like, yeah, we can't let them have a website. <laughs> All right. I just want to get Colin firing. So, Colin, give me your spiciest take right now. What you got just in sports? In, oh, in sports. Yeah, let's hear it. I mean, hockey, I guess, would be a little bit more related to the podcast, but uh, we, you know, who are we to joke around here? Let's, what you got? Colin doesn't have time to watch anything other than hockey because he's yeah. like, just hockey. I feel like this is going to end up going to the Minnesota Wild, and I'm excited for it. So let's see what we got. No, I, I was going to, I was gonna, but I was going to, but I'm, I won't go there. No, I kind of want to hear it. No, yeah, I, feel there. Like for, for I, people, I love the Wild. They are my second favorite team, and then the Avalanche. And one of my one player. of my friends is a, is a is a big Minnesota Wild fan, actually. But but Colin, for people who are maybe late to ju- jumping onto the podcast bandwagon, uh, that is Bruce and Bruins, of course, a, a monstrous bandwagon at this point. Uh, why don't you explain your background with the Minnesota Wild? Because obviously, you're decked out in in Boston Bruins and pride. Sure, you're a Boston guy at heart, but. The Minnesota Wild do have a soft spot in your heart, which I think is an understatement. So what's the background yeah. there? Well, <laughs> I've had I this year somehow I've officially made it into like the Minnesota Wild Twitter now. <laughs> yeah, like no, you're with, in. There's no question. I'm friends with their social media person. I'm friends with like the Minnesota <laughs> hockey people, like legitimately <laughs> friends. Like they just like randomly will message me throughout the day, I'm like, hey, what's up? Yeah, I'm well. I told the social media badge, I was like, just let Billy know I got some ideas. Uh, <laughs> and he's a he's a beauty, anyways. They've asked me the same thing. They're like, it, it was really funny because I've been going nuts about the wild for ever, but like just recently, they're like, wait a minute, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, how did you end up? <laughs> how did you get here? Like, you're, you're not even supposed going- to be here, <laughs> don't even go here. <laughs> um and i've tried like it basically it started with brian rolston when he went back to minnesota because okay. uh, i loved him on the bruins and then ever since i started watching hockey i always liked obviously boston's home so like bruins are always gonna be number one but i liked watching and i still do obviously like every team but big markets that are really like like XL Energy Center in Minnesota is like they're nuts, and it's the state of hockey, whatever, all all that good shit. But I've always liked watching games where it's just like an actual hockey market. Like Boston's different, right? Like Boston's like every sport, so every sport's huge, and they don't go more than ten, fifty years without winning. Mm-hmm. So Bruins Twitter instantly becomes just the most insufferable place on the planet where if they're not going 82 and 0 then like you got to trade everyone the franchise the best goalie in franchise history is the worst human being not just hockey player human being on the planet <laughs> so like I, I just had to get out of there like it's Colin real quick you got to give Bruins Twitter a little bit of credit if they were 82 and 0 they'd still be bitching about how Tugaraz needs to leave town I don't want to, you can, they Sorry, are I mean, resilient just doesn't that. do it in the big games you know I'm not 80. going 80 or whatever he wants more than two goals in and he's done they didn't go 83 and 0 so you know they're just fucking asshole um but i just like whatever but like minnesota it's like all hockey 
Um, and then so I've always followed them forever. They've always had different players that I really liked. And then once actually once Parise signed there, then I was like, oh hell yeah, like I'm all in. Um, but that's like the super abbreviated version of how I started watching the wild, but it's been since whatever that was like early to not early 2000s, but like, Oh, seven. I can't even remember when he went back, but Brian Ralston basically was the start of it all. Um, and they, they, then Jonas Brody is my favorite player in the NHL. Like, like dude, sick. So that's, that's basically that. The, I, I, the, that's what I wanted. That's who I wanted for Dougie Hamilton. Oh, he's so fucking good. The Wild are my f- second favorite team, but I, I am not as religiously into them as you. Um, but probably because my background is uh, I, I played a lot of uh, like NHL 12 via GM mode with the Wild. So that's why <laughs> and I made them like five times hey. Stanley Cup champions. So it was like, oh, there you go. But uh, yeah, I'm a fan of the Wild just because like I got to know their roster that way. And I love that they were a newer team. Had won a cup, and I've always like every every time I see him in the playoffs because I'll do that thing where like, well, usually the Bruins play East Coast, uh, Eastern time, and then there's always the West Coast game after, or the Western time anyway. And uh, I know Minnesota Central, but you know they face a lot of 10 p.m. teams. Um, and like whenever they're playing, I'm like, all right, cool, I got to watch this. But only playoffs, I don't really pay, keep tabs on them. Um, and then I like the Avalanche because Ray Borg. Bad games that they play. Yeah, yeah. See, I get the I get the disappointing like first and second round exits. Um, yeah, but... they went like three years in a row where like their first round was against the fucking Blackhawks, and it was like when they were just winning ele- 11, 11 Stanley Cups in two years somehow. That's, like, that's <laughs> they were Didn't they have like a what they went up like three one on the Blues or something, and then ended up losing that series. Something like that. Was it three one? Maybe it was I don't know. They they beat the blues. They were underdogs against the blues and they like I think it was fucking Jake Allen and Brian Elliott did not. <laughs> I mean it was really funny. Like the goals that they were letting it like yeah. every single goal the the wild scored that series on the blues was legitimately horrific. Like Parise scored a shorthanded goal from behind the net. Like it was awesome. And it Hitchcock was the blues coach and he was losing his marbles on the pitch. And I was standing going nuts. Yeah. My, my number two team is the sharks. As many people know, uh, they might make the playoffs. Maybe. Uh, I'm, I'm a big, uh, Tomas. The blues are so bad. Um, yeah. So I, I, I have a picture of me wearing a San Jose sharks, a pair of shorts when I was like four years old. Um, mostly became a fan of theirs because of the teal and the black shorts. color combo. I because of the shorts, man, um, and because I loved sharks when I was a kid. So uh, obviously, I have a friend uh, number one, but I mean, I, I feel like it's pretty harmless if you're gonna take a team from the Western Conference and yeah, be like, I like this team too. Honestly, it's good for your health. Like it. Like only liking or watching the Bruins is hell. Like it's yeah. legitimately hell. It's like you need a second team. 
I definitely jumped on the Avs bandwagon. I, I was kind of already a fan of the Avs because I loved Patrick Waugh when I was growing up. Um, I was I was a big Hashik Waugh fan. Like I didn't pick sides on that one. I was just like, these guys are both sick. I love them. So, um, but I, I think I kind of gravitated more toward the Avs, and then definitely, um, you know get that cup man uh jumped on that bandwagon as well so did you go to the the, the the colorado avalanche stanley cup parade in boston <laughs> i did not <laughs> i wasn't that much on the bandwagon like the fact that that actually happened is my favorite my favorite thing in boston sports history hey man it had been like 20 something years uh <laughs> you know <laughs> legitimately insane uh, Ray Ray Bork, uh, decent player. Yeah, pretty good in hockey. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Right? Uh, you know, I view him as like like a compare like a modern day. If you were playing, it's like a Dougie Hamilton, you know, or like a... more like more like a Charlie McAvoy, really. When you yeah, uh, yeah. You know what? Actually, I changed my mind. I think he's like a lot like Tenorti. You know, <laughs> he's, like he's, he's a big kind of in the background. There, he's a Tin Man. <laughs> he found his heart in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I think that's a song. <laughs> Pretty sure that's just found my heart in Colorado. <laughs> Damn, you fucking. Oh, I fucked up your joke. I'm sorry. Yeah, you fucked up my joke, dude. Oh, that was, I mean, it was, a, joke it was a bad joke, but <laughs> there you go. Well, we could pretend, pretend that applause uh, like bleeped it out, and it was something atrocious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Which makes it sound bad. Yeah, I wasn't gonna repeat the. Uh, the the drew thing that we used to say but <laughs> oh yeah the um what was it the or whatever yeah all right I 40, 43 43 <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ um i don't have a i don't have like a the declared second team although i like i feel like if i had to pick one it probably would be the abs i feel like i've kind of had a, a soft spot for them, but I, I do Ooh. feel like that's a little bit of a bandwagon pick right now. So I feel like a little embarrassed sharing that, but um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the, I, everybody's got to go West coast, right? Like, yeah. I've also mentioned before, like I'm not an Oilers fan, but it's so much fun to watch. If you're yeah. not watching <laughs> David and Leon dry will play hockey, you're just missing out on most of hockey right now. So it's better when every Canadian team is good. Like hockey is just better when those markets are good. Yeah. Yeah. As annoying as like Toronto and, and Montreal are, especially as Bruins fans, it is better. It's, you know, it's like being a Red Sox fan and having the Yankees be shit or vice versa. You know what I mean? Like you're like, ah, fuck them. They suck. But then you're like, all right, at the end of the day, like you want them both to be good because that's what makes it the rivalry fun, you know? Yeah, I kind of miss Montreal being good ball in our division. I know they're doing like decent, right, in the Canadian division, but I need gifts of whatever Colin's doing. <laughs> Shaving his arms. arms like, look like uh, five uh, four with thirty seconds to go. Oh hell yeah! Um, they're gonna. I, I think I was gonna bring this up. On the, I was gonna bring this up on the last pod, or maybe I brought it up on the pod with Mikey because I don't know. We were all pretty trash for that, and I don't remember what I said. But hey, man, hey, yo, Mike. Uh, <laughs> I think we're getting to the point in the season where analysis doesn't mean much anymore i think we've said all we have to say about all the players on the bruins and mm-hmm. so 
you know, I don't think we're bringing anything new to the table. Like we can talk about the game that just happened, but like, you know, everybody knows how we feel about David Krejci. So I think it's kind of just fun to jump on and like shoot the shit about whatever. All right. Just real quick for David Krejci. I will say, uh, my my take from like three years ago that David Pasternak should be on Krejci's line is paying off now. They resurrected dead. Yeah, I mean that that was that was kind of my take when the Bruins were wasting six million dollars on on David Backus was like, I don't know, put him on the right wing up there, like it'll make him look better and it'll keep people happy and uh, you know it'll keep David Krejci happy. <laughs> But now I, it's now it's like Craig, Craig Smith yeah. looks looks legitimately good on the top line because he is kind of that Riley Smith type player. And I know I've said this on the pod before, but when you said six million, it just made for Backus. It just made me cringe and reflect upon the time that I yelled out really drunkenly at a Bruins game. Six million dollars. Uh, so I think I said. Uh, <laughs> Six billion dollars or something <laughs> like that, like something outrageous, or sixty million or some shit. And then everyone, like in the surrounding area, looked at me, and my dad was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, "Yep, I'm cut off." I know. I mean, not off. not too far off. I think it was thirty million total. So pretty much hey, a step up. Yeah, to I meant billion. total. Sure, I meant total. Even though I said like sixty million a year <laughs> or something like that, but I can play it off that way. So, Colin, is, that I think not, the worst... is that not what he was making? It is what <laughs> he was making. Hundred billion dollars was actually what he was making. Um, yeah, in sure. some currency, anyway. Some so I think currency. I think the worst thing about having you on right now, Colin, is that we can't gush over Andre Kasha and what he's been doing lately because that fucking sucks. Well, um, he isn't. He isn't real. He doesn't exist. You know what? I. I I'll say I haven't noticed anything bad from him. So like, it hasn't looked worse than anyone else. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't stand out as like, oh, that guy's gonna fucking pick it up here. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's no highlights, but there's no lowlights. So you know, I I will uh, having hockey in San Diego was sick in that era with Shea Theodore, Josh Manson, Andre Kasha, and Anton Hudobin as the goalie. (laughs) Uh, people forget yeah it was pretty great um and i will never forgive 2020 for robbing me of trevor zegris in san diego did you see the ducks tweet today i did not they put out a formal statement they literally put out an actual statement there was like statement from the anaheim ducks and i was like oh shit what happened they were just announcing that they're gonna try zegris at center (laughs) <laughs> that was like, that was the and that he was gonna go back to San Diego and try to learn how to play center. They they were it is my favorite announcement that has ever been made by a team. They, like literally, and people were like, oh okay, that's that was that was it. Like that was that was what we got Have going you on. You see right what now? Montreal does? They don't announce it every time. They're just like, hey, we're gonna try this winger out at center because we traded for him to be a center. Hey, this guy isn't playing well. Anyone want to carve him in English and French? Like that's pretty much all they do. But Anaheim Ducks, they put out a statement that they were going to try Zegers, etc. A formal statement from the desk of Bob Murray. 
Jesus Christ. Gotta respect the transparency. Soon to be uh, soon to be uh, Ducks head coach Bob Murray. Well, they should stop fucking scratching Danton Heinen. Wasn't he on the top line yesterday? No, that was a second. He was on the second one. That was like his oh. third game in the past months. They scratched him like eight games in a row. I don't know why. The team blows ass. Maybe he missed uh, team breakfast or something. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say <laughs> it's because, you know, he's a responsible defensive player and could bring positive things to the team. And they're really trying to get uh, some a really good position in the lottery. Yeah, let's go. We'll go with that. Speaking of defensive plays and players that get scratched a lot, uh, Carson Kuhlman scored tonight. Um, I didn't see it. (laughs) He's supposedly a two-way forward. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He was. He was in college. He was one of the best two-way forwards in the NCAA. Hmm. Um, Obviously didn't translate fully to the NHL. Yeah, I mean – the interesting thing about him is like when he's going, you can't tell the difference between him and Brad Marchand, except he's right-handed. That's uh, you know, he's a quick guy gets underneath dudes to get the puck and uh, he's got a pretty good shot. And that was on display today. High praise. I hate the, the cool aggressive slander. Like I there, can't like that when he's used when he used will be like cool and I will fucking live tweeting the game from Bruins diehards or whatever I like every game if he's playing if he's like on the bench I'll get a random person no picture eleven letters or numbers after their name that'll be like why the fuck are we giving Coleman money I'm like we're giving him like no money he's basically paying <laughs> the Bruins talking about. But what he's, he's actually used, dipping what he's in used, right? he's good. Minutes. He is a perfectly good fourth line right wing, and he honestly plays well when he plays with Charlie Coyle. Like he's fine. Like he's not yeah. a problem. Like there's no like that's what I get. I go nuts for some reason. There are just players that people decide to. I think carve. He gives you more than Chris Wagner. He one hundred percent gives you more than Chris Wagner. But but he's not and from Boston, bad. so. <laughs> He, did, yeah, he doesn't have a harpoon beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. that's a good point. But he's fine. Yeah. Like, he's a good player. Yeah. I I had really high hopes for Kuhlman because when I was covering college hockey, I paid really close attention to the Frozen Four where Duluth won it all, and he was the captain of that team. Uh, and I didn't, like, expect him, the Bruins to, like, pick him up or anything. But when they did, I was like, oh, all right, cool. Like, this guy was a leader. He was a captain on a team. He was a solid two-way player. Uh, I think he won the like the MVP that year too uh, of the tournament. And you know, I not to say he was going to become like legendary Patrice Bergeron, but I was like, okay, a two-way forward. Like you're going to probably see some things. Like okay, yeah, a goal was scored, but who got the turnover in the defensive end? Who started the breakout? Like that's what you always think about Bergeron, the honorary assist on almost every goal he's on the ice for. And I didn't think like that, but I was like, okay, this this guy's going to make some subtle plays that turn into goals or thwart thwart goals, opposing goals. Um, you know, I haven't really seen that, but like I was really hoping and expecting to. So that's been a bit of a blow. But yeah, I agree with you, Colin. Like. 
he's he's great on that fourth line and he's cut out for that role and definitely like you said chris like way more than wagner other than uh other than the boston fact but um, uh, i mean he's a natural center by the way yeah well that's that's all basically all the bruins wingers basically you know over the past 10 years but like he's a perfectly fine role player like uh, like the fact that he has ever received any shit is insane it's like a weird hill to pick your battles on right it's not not, frank for toronto like yeah it's it's not his fault they threw him on the fucking in top six in the stanley cup final like that's not on him like i mean sean carly did that in the playoffs that one year too so yeah. coleman was probably like are you sure about this decision? yeah which was like me three days into my job working me alone on easter i was like are you sure about this decision but like, <laughs> you clearly you don't know me very well <laughs> appreciate the faith <laughs> yeah weird we of, of of all the things to criticize the Bruins about this season, Carson Kuhlman is a weird decision. For sure. <laughs> like that's what like the the shit that people are picking to like, get mad about. I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, is this, like this is super weird. <laughs> Got nothing no. there. Yeah, oh, it's man. just whatever. Like, apparently, you're also not allowed to say that uh, if you say that you don't hate. Jeremy Lozon, that means that you hate Matt Grizzlick, apparently. If you say anything good about Lozon, like, oh, wait, oh, so you want to protect him in the expansion draft? Like, no, no, I never said that, but he's fine. Like, he shouldn't be playing with Charlie McAvoy, but he's fine. Like, I don't know what the fuck big deal is. We can't say they're both good defensemen. Ooh, he's had a rough go since he came back from injury. Well, let's talk but about like, the Grizzlick McAvoy uh, pairing that it's ridiculous. Let's, let's ignore all of my bad takes in the off season and talk about that. I think that was a, a podcast wide take that we all wanted that line to, or that pairing to happen. And, uh, Oh man, <laughs> it's, it looks good. It's fun. Uh, yeah, it feels good. <laughs> it feels good. It tastes good. Feel this way. It's a drinkable D line. You can taste. So when they play to, when they play together they are, can, when those two play together they're consistently two of the four or five best players that game for the Boston Bruins like every single goddamn time and half the things that Matt Grizzlick is really good at are like sneaky like this year because he's playing with Mac he's getting more minutes and there's no Kruger Chara it's more noticeable. He's putting up a little bit more points than he usually would, but like just the little things like coming away, like he's going to go into corners against two guys and come out with the puck or he's going to somehow there has been a couple, there've been a couple of plays where like they're going to dump a, uh, whoever they're playing is dumping a puck in. He'll take the puck down out of, out of the, out of the air with two guys on his back, split them in half. And then it's just an easy breakout. He's like, the zone exit king like he's just ridiculous and he is such a goddamn good skater and he's not even skating at 100 percent. you can see it in his stride he's not whatever he had whether it was a hip or a groin whatever it was he definitely isn't even playing at 100 percent, and he is ridiculous like that dude is insane he's it's one the... of the more underrated players in the national hockey league like i think bruins fans know how good he is even if they don't decide that the only good small defenseman the Bruins have ever had is Tory Krug for whatever reason. 
he's the only one that's allowed to be good. But like he he's ridiculous. Like he's so goddamn good. It's and those two together, turns, it's crazy. It's the Chris passes. I mean, you get him on his skates. You a defenseman who can come out of the corner with the puck, exit the zone either by passing it or skating it, and enter the zone. And De- like defenseman who can about... exit and enter the offensive zone, uh, pretty rare. And like everyone talks about, oh, the, when the Bruins are playing like shit, like they have been for like a month and a half, two months, and like, oh, we can't score goals, we can't score. It's like, yeah, because we can't leave our own fucking zone. They're like. Grizzlick does it with like 95% success every single goddamn game. So he's out of the lineup, you notice it. Or when he's not in the ice, you notice it. Yeah. And of course, they're not going to score goals if they can't even get the puck in. Like they just can't. He gets like overshadowed, like, you know, by by McAvoy on the death chart, which like understandable. But he's also a goal- good at those things. But yeah, no, very good at those things. But like, and, and obviously gets a lot of the credit for it and, and uh, deservedly so, obviously. But like, Grizzly is such a complete player as a defenseman. Like he's Hashtag he's he's the dream NHL player that you have coming up. In, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and having him and McAvoy is obviously a blessing. But uh, especially when when they play off each other so well, like like they do. But I mean, if the Bruins didn't have McAvoy, like Grizzly's probably their number one defenseman right now. Oh yeah, yeah, it's not even close. I think a Grizzly Carlo top pairing would even work as a top pairing. Yeah, is, I think so. Which is a nice thing to have, but yeah. Like God right. forbid and, and like when they're boy. when they're both healthy and Grizz and Carlo are playing together, it's like, yeah, they're sure. They're definitely both not healthy. Right. It's your second pair, but I mean even if they are on the second pair or whatever, like they're not very far behind in total ice time anyway. So like we can yeah. call it first whatever it is, but like you can treat it as That's a one B like, kind of, yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's really fucking good at hockey. We do enjoy that. That was the hot take that you were looking for. There yeah. you go. Matt Grizzly is good at hockey. Yeah. I mean, we we can go, go back on this podcast and like look back at what we said about Matt Grizzly back in the day. And I know, like you said, Colin, I think Bruins fans all know this. And I think people who are in the know in hockey knew this for a while. But yeah, it's. Matt Grizzlick was had the ability to step in on on the left side, and um, obviously you don't want to lose two of your <laughs> top three defensemen on the left side in one off season, but it makes it more manageable when you get a guy like Matt Grizzlick there. You know, can fill it, yeah. And for and for those of you who enjoy the fancy stats, the fancy stats do back it up. Ooh, yes, oh, they- I was looking at it. The I think it's like. Before this game, might have been after. It might have been after the Pittsburgh game. I was just curious, so I went to Natural Stat Trick or whatever, and I just for all defensive pairs who had played the same, at least however many minutes Grizz and McAvoy played together, they were top five in every single category, and they were first in all but like three of them. Like they were like like every single one across the board. I was like, oh, that's kind of good. That's pretty not bad. Uh, yeah, I think I think one of the things that was the detriment of uh, Matt Grizzly coming in was that people were kind of like, okay, he is gonna be like maybe a lesser version of Tory Krug, and you were you were alluding to that, Colin, where like I, I think people came around on Krug, where I, I, a lot of people forget, like no one liked Tory Krug before the power play started fucking going on all cylinders. People were like this. 
this guy is a third pairing defenseman. What does he yeah. bring us? Like he, even then, there were people who were harping on his defense. Play, yeah, he doesn't play defense. I was gonna at say all. even yeah. I think he was an underrated transition defender and um, was was good on the breakouts and things that, uh, especially at that time, people weren't really casual fans weren't really paying attention to. They were just like, how good is he in his own zone? Does he take the body? Um, things like that. And, and no, he wasn't great at those things, but he was very good on the breakout, excellent on the power play. And I think when when Matt Grizzlick was drafted and eventually uh, made his way to the Bruins, people were like, okay, this is just like another Tory Krug. And I, I think he showed pretty early on. He has a much more solid defensive game and he does all of the things that Tory Krug does with a little bit less of the offensive flair. Well, and, and again, people look at any defenseman that's not seven feet tall, and they're like, "Oh, it's just Tory Krug." Like, uh, no, that's not the same guy. That's, no, they're all they're... Marco Scandella. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota Wild legend Marco Scandella. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, it's the same thing. You see someone, you see a defenseman that's not six feet, like oh, well, Tory Krug. It's like, well, they're very different player for sure. They're similar height. <laughs> well, <us>. no, <laughs> like I, yeah, I mean, I guess they're similar in how tall they are, but that's about it. But yeah, I don't know, whatever. Oh, and let Grizz grow into that power play quarterback role too. Like he's gotten a lot better at it with the more reps he gets, and I don't want to have to rely on Charlie McAvoy to kill two minutes of a minor penalty and then quarterback a power play for a minute and a half. Cause that's how yeah. long the first unit's out there. So let Grizz go. They like having that left shot up there too, but yeah. that way McAvoy's not doing literally everything, even though he's probably somewhat capable. I don't I think he's, I don't think he's the greatest power play quarterback in the world, but he doesn't need to be. So if you have Grizz fill in that role, he's only going to get better at it. And he, I think McAvoy's I mean, that, that goal today was insane. Grizz literally walked whoever that was at the blue line. Like it was mm-hmm. comical. So he's getting better. And he just needs more reps. It was Kevin Hayes. He yeah, that's him. tough. Tough look. That's so, that's as that's they say Boston, in basketball. Not Boston yeah. violence. He Boston, put him on Boston skate. violence. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. You might say that. That was good. Nice. <laughs> uh, kind of what you were saying, like in, with regards to the height thing, but. Also with the power play, it's like people were like, "All right, we're losing Tory Krug. Grizzlick's gonna step in." And they're like, "Hey, he's not Tory Krug." Well, it's like, "All right, he wasn't supposed to be Tory Krug right off the bat." <laughs> like, and we're not even saying there is no other Tory Krug. Yeah, There's exactly. One Tory Krug. There is one. Like, but like, understand that like uh, he's he's still relatively new to this, and give him a few months, and he's gonna he's gonna boost his production. Like, he's clearly got the skill set to be serviceable. Give him time to settle into the role. He was a, averaging a, like ten seconds of power play time. Yeah, like what he, expected of that. he literally wasn't yeah. out there. And the fancy ever. sets were good on him in those 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, like he's yeah. great chances. Wow. Did, did you, you guys just go by pure 60 or whatever like or whatever it is? Did you guys see the uh <clears throat> the Tory Krug to uh, Vladimir Tarasenko power play? That was goal? I literally watched it. <laughs> Possibly forty-seven times. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even see the puck. Uh, it was that was one of the most ridiculous slap passes I've ever seen. Yep. Like the angle didn't even make sense. The I, I don't know how he did it, but then of course Tarasenko goes bottle rocket, and it like it was like oh fuck that was pretty cool <laughs> that was pretty good. 
but then again, you know, he's in St. Louis now, so they need him to kill penalties, apparently. So, you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, but, so Vladimir Tarasenko, like long, one of my favorite NHL players. Really great seeing him come back and sucks that, uh, I mean, Cam sucks, Cam sucks, Cam sucks, Cam sucks. But it sucks that uh, the Blues kind of became a team that I had to hate over the past couple of years because I was kind of a Blues fan prior to. Same. Um, and and I I am glad that the Sharks didn't beat the Blues in in that series because um, that would have been just really tough for me if I ended up hating the Sharks. Uh, the Bruins might have won that series in five games. Oh, they they would have. That that Sharks team wasn't that good. I I think anytime and you're, you're going against Martin play. Jones, I, oh. you got a pretty good shot. Um, it wouldn't have even been close. Like it would have been a, their entire team was. They didn't have any legs. They're all playing on one leg. All they got them. no legs. Lieutenant Literally, Dan. they just didn't have them. Um, yeah, but Vladimir Tarasenko, like King, love seeing the comeback. He hasn't been like fantastic or anything, but it's just nice seeing him do things that he used to do. Um, no one in St. Louis is doing anything. Well, so once you have it's not his fault. Two shoulder surgeries. You kind of feel like, all right, this guy's like thirty years old. Shouts to being 30 years old. Um, and he, you know, you don't know if he, he's going to have that slap shot anymore, the one, the one-timer that he's uh, pretty famous for. Uh, yeah, he's still got it, which is nice to see. Shoulder it's, it's shoulder surgery is no excuse. I pulled a hammy like 10 years ago, and I still teach my balls off every day. So. Hell yeah. So, you know, he has yeah, no excuse. Actually, aren't you just watching streams? <laughs> nope. No, I'm teaching – my well, I'm saying I'll help you in a little bit. Hold on, I gotta find this. <laughs> if it's it were Providence, the Providence Bruins have a power play. Um, <laughs> it's the, the Providence, Rhode Island Bruins of Marlboro, Massachusetts. Uh, <laughs> the only gladiators have a uh, power play. You gotta hold off a second here. That's yes. we're in Campbell's hometown. Yeah. Jacksonville, actually, now Jacksonville. Thanks. There you go. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. You got it. You got here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, if it weren't for the pulled hammy, Colin would be the second line right wing right now that we've been looking for this whole time. So, rip first line, they hammy. never would have taken pasta, they never yeah. I think I actually did hear Don Sweeney mention that somewhere, they were pretty upset by that. But, yeah, do? yeah, I talked to him at the Shirelli, I guess, once. maybe <laughs> at that point, yeah, 10 years, fucking idiot. No. Peter Shirelli, <laughs> who turned into Jack Stanika, what a trade! Some of, the, some of those. Yeah, some of those Shirley contracts looking real good right now. Pretty good. Pretty not bad. Yeah. I've heard some uh, Don Sweeney, Stan Bowman comparisons recently where a uh, dude who inherited a bunch of contracts and hasn't gotten a lot of value out of his draft picks and signings. I'm rolling my eyes. Just so you know. Yeah, I don't think you should be on the hot seat, but uh, you know how Boston is. Yeah. You know, winning three years. This is like, whatever. People can fan how they want to fan, I guess. I can't even begin to, some of the takes that have been thrown out there for this team that's in a playoff spot in murderer's row of a fucking division. Whatever. 
you know, it's fine. Yeah, Mike Hoffman's really good. Yeah, they should have signed him. He didn't get fucking health bomb the other day. Yeah, no, he's been sick. I honestly I haven't checked in on Mike Hoffman. How's he doing? He sucks. He's I, so <laughs> fucking bad. He got his, healthy scratch. Fancy he's stats healthy are scratched. Very bad. He's being healthy scratched. He got fucking health bombed because St. Louis sucks ass. And he sucks ass. Yep. That's, he can shoot uh, the he can, fuck he can shoot though. Well yeah, he's he's like a fifteen percent shooter or something like that, but he is like one of the most absurd releases in the NHL, but he's been terrible and he's being healthy scratched. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, no, the Bruins uh, should have spent $5 million on him. I'm glad so. they didn't. Um, bad. <laughs> Shouts to Taylor Hall also. I, yeah, I feel like really... listen to the people who know what they're talking about on free agents. Rarely are there good free agent players out there. Most good players resign with their teams, which is really annoying. But I just like the people that are just like every single like you can again you people can be fans however they want to be like I don't like care like I'm never gonna like I hate the people who like see a random tweet of some Bruins fan who wants to sign X player. And then they'll be like, oh, I have to quote tweet this person to make sure that they know that they're a fucking loser. And that they're, they're stupid. <laughs> yeah, and they're, like, they're like, oh, this is classic Boston Twitter. Blah, 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 blah. Like, what? I'm so much smarter than this. You've, have you ever watched hockey before? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, I'd, man. Like, I, w- I would be lying if I didn't get the uh, urge to do that every time I saw one of those tweets, but I hold back most of the time. <laughs> I just roll my, I'm like, whatever. Like, what? Like, people can fucking, they can like who they want to like. Like, I don't care. But, but like, in, I don't know if it's like this with every fan base, but it's like, every single free agent who's ever scored a goal in the National Hockey League will sign somewhere. And Bruins Twitter's like, Jesus fucking what are you doing, Don? What are you doing? Like, not signing that guy. That's what he's doing. Like, he's just not signing that guy. <laughs> he's pretty he's fucking He's not signing Tavares for fucking yeah. I will say that the Tyler Toffoli one kind of pissed me off, but also like you have to understand there has to be mutual interest there. Like, right. And also, because, he, just because he got that contract in Montreal doesn't mean he yeah. would have signed the exact same contract in Boston. Well, my whole thing, too, is, yes, the player didn't sign in Boston. That does not mean that no one from Boston contacted his camp. Like, it's, yeah. it's not. You're not even trying. That's, yeah. that, that's what I get. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Not even a phone call. Like, what are you tap Don's phone? Like, yeah. what are you? <laughs> if you end up with Craig Smith instead of Tyler Toffoli, like, fine. Like, whatever. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, it's. Uh... And Tyler Toffoli apparently only scores against Vancouver. Yeah, which is objectively played, hilarious. The Bruins played like... Vancouver zero times this yeah. year. Yeah. So, <laughs> how how many goals would Tyler Toffoli have scored for the Bruins? <laughs> Exactly. Good math. <laughs> that's zero, folks. Zero yep, is, is the answer to that question. But that's that's the shit that like it just just be mad they're losing games. Yeah, it's that's fine. But like if they're not giving Evgeny Dadnov an eight year deal, like it's okay. Like we're Ooh, gonna Bruins fans would hate that guy. He would really. I love him because he's a Russian psycho. But like yeah. he would drive everyone. 
absolutely insane. Dude, that's why. Dude would be absolutely perfect on Krejci's wing, but you would really need like a a trigger man on the other wing. How many how many players do we say that though? Like like say that about them? Like it, like oh, he would look so good with Krejci. He probably would. I, I have no they, idea. They, they do a great job of passing the puck to each other, and then like they he's would need been to really find some be afraid to shoot. <laughs> like with the Florida thing too. He's like he looks good with Barkov. It's like well, but. Who's gonna score it though? Yeah, <laughs> there you I, go on two on zero and just pass it back and forth in front of the crease until the defenseman gets back. You're like, <laughs> I'm not gonna say I'd score a goal or even get a shot on net, but I might see 15 seconds of ice time if I play next to fucking Sasha yeah. Tarkov. You know, like, yeah. he, he's, he's pretty goddamn good at hockey. But it's just, it's just every free agent though. It's just like, yeah. oh God, I cannot believe Don didn't even call him. Like, oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, like like Chris said, very. Very rarely do free agents play out to the value that you sign them for. And especially with a team like the Bruins who have managed to hold their star players to relatively low cap constraints is like, there's no reason to go out and spend 12 million on John Tavares. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, I am waiting for those takes. I'm waiting. It happened before. It'll happen again. No, I'm saying these, the takes that, Don Sweeney signing players for less than they're worth is actually bad because it doesn't, <laughs> it makes free agents not want to come here. Yeah, they're not, they're not motivated enough. enough to come to Boston. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. I, are, I need those things. It's out there already. I guarantee you go to Twitter, you dig deep enough, you can find it already. Probably. <laughs> like it's, it's out there. Uh, Burns Twitter rules. Science rules. <laughs> Bill Nye, the science guy. Drew, when did you get a haircut? Um, well, Wednesday last week. I knew it. How does it feel? <laughs> you knew that it was Wednesday last week? <laughs> I knew it was recent. <laughs> uh, Actually, yeah, no, I did. I did. You and were there. I, you I, cut my hair. <laughs> I, one of my students came up to me. He was like, hey, can you help me with math? I was like, oh, hold on a second. Drew got a haircut. All right, yeah, now I can have a horn. Sorry, it's just weird. I just got this weird feeling. Sorry, I couldn't help you with your fucking mouth. Yeah, last week. Because when I started work, the ruling is that, like, if your hair's down to your shoulders, you got to, like, tie it up. And I was like, I I don't know how to, I don't know how to tie my hair. So I'm not going to. It's like a shoe. Yeah, I'm surprised you don't. (laughs) Just knot it up. Same just bow tie it up. Yeah, I don't know how to <laughs> fucking do that. Bunny ears for Easter. Tie your fucking shoes, like an idiot. No, actually. So when I was in kindergarten, I got into the group that didn't know how to tie their shoes the regular way. So I do like the two bunny ears and tie them up that way. So you still haven't figured out how to correctly tie your shoes? No, no, no. I, no, no. I just correctly. do it that way that they taught me and like three other kids who are just like. We don't know how to tie our shoes because we wore uh, Velcro for too long, I guess. So, yeah, I don't know <laughs> yeah. what the psychology behind that is. but So, yeah, Which I didn't know how to do that, Chris? so I just gave up and cut my hair. Heelys? Heelys? No, no, I never had Heelys. I, like, I, I didn't hit that trend, you know? I wasn't, I wasn't cool. I think that's evident. 
I borrowed the woods. <laughs> I wish we like just like expanded on the Healy's phase and went full on rollerblades and just like rollerblading through the hallways. Just everybody rollerblade. Oh, dude, people, so people would die. Oh, I for would. sure. <laughs> people like calling me dumping bodies in the hallway. <laughs> Going around the corner. Everywhere. Oh, God, dude. Oh. Dude, imagine, dude, imagine how much better high school fights would be if they were like hockey fights. Come on. I have <laughs> like, somewhat relatable story oh no not the not the oh, fight, yeah. fight part but <laughs> this summer camp that i used to go to when i was a cat we did staff hockey night one night at the end of the year and i was one of six people that knew how to skate and we were we got there we were like you drink a couple beers on the way and there was one kid that was, he, this, I mean, might have been, there's no way he, he was on ice skates more than seven times in his life. And I, we're just like skating around our version of warmups, no bucket, keep the change. But he, I mean, he, he needed a milk carton just to, fucking, <laughs> he really could have used one of those. And I threw a fake shoulder check. I was like, oh to fake him out <laughs> he fell square like the first thing that hit the ice was his that hit the ice was his mouth and his yeah i felt so bad his teeth like just went everywhere no they went backwards and his like they uh... didn't fall out they didn't fall out they went like they were like it was they were basically touching the roof of his mouth. And I was like, <gasps> you should you should go to the hospital or the dentist or both. I don't know. But so we had to call a van and he had to the fucking hospital. And as he's getting in the van. Wait, you didn't call an ambulance, you called a van? Yeah, we just called a van. <laughs> Enterprise yeah. rental car. We'll yeah. just some like a, an Uber oh, XL. <laughs> this episode's sponsored by Enterprise Rent a Car. <laughs> we already had the van. The van was there. And we we're like, yeah, just throw him in that thing. You've got but summer teeth. As <laughs> we'll I'm, take you I'm, there. I literally am loading him into a van. I was like, you can walk, dude. It's your teeth. It's this is it's like the office with the Andy when he's like, <laughs> you like dump his teeth out. You're like, quit being. I was like, dude, walk. Like, come on. Like, you got feet still. Uh, and I look over as I'm loading him in. I look in, over at the rig, and my buddy's like, Toe! and I was like. Fuck, he did lose one. So I'm like, fucking ran his teeth out, threw it in some milk. They threw it back in. Apparently, there's a bar that goes across here that if it snaps, the teeth aren't going back in. Didn't snap. Somehow kept all his teeth. They just pushed them back and pushed <laughs> them back in. <laughs> Yikes. Still, he still got them all. They're hey, white as shit. Honestly, sounds like he got the full hockey experience, losing a tooth, and he didn't even he didn't even lose it permanently. That's what sounds like a win. He should be thanking you. Is what I'm gonna call this. that dude Gumby I mean. because his gums are made of rubber. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I knocked the kid's teeth out without touching him. It was I thought I like killed the kid once. That was terrifying. That's my story. That's my story about not. <laughs> you almost yeah. killed the guy. That's the same yeah, thing. Was, the, no, playing Utah, it was like. Actually, the scariest moment of my life. Like, I like, I don't even know how old that was. Probably 16. My parents were still driving me to games. So, probably like 15, 16. Like, 
19. We were playing <laughs> like 21, you know, whatever. <laughs> no. Yesterday. Uh, we were playing up in uh, in upstate New York. It was a really bad snowstorm. And uh, like so bad that like my coach's son, who was being driven by his other parent or whatever, like didn't even show up until the second period because the snow was so bad. There was like a foot and a half. And we were dominating this team. It was like seven to one after like one period. Like we were just a better team, whatever. And I was playing defense and a kid like came through the neutral zone with a lot of speed. And I clipped him with a hip check at like the face off dot. And he spun out and went headfirst into the boards and like hit the boards and started having a seizure on the ice. And like, it was, it was terrifying. Like they blew the whistle. They sent both teams to the locker room. The kid's mom like screamed and like jumped up and started banging on the glass and shit. And I was like, Oh my God, I just fucking killed the kid. Is that bad? So I remember like going into the (laughs) locker room and like sitting there and it was dead silent. And like we had one one girl on our team who was like sitting next to me, and it was just like dead silent. She just looked over and she was like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "She's worried about you." I was like, "I I, 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 I don't know." Like she said, "Like fuck, I think you killed that guy." (laughs) But I mean, like I I like honestly like I I felt bad, but like it was like a clean like hit. You know what I mean? It was like a freak play. And like even yeah, their coach from your that. perspective, obviously. No, well, here. here's the thing. Here, so yeah, like even fucking Tom coach, Wilson over here, coach coming in. Their coach comes to the locker room and he's like, "Yeah, so how, like, how much was your fine?" He was like, "I don't want to like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know who it was, blah, blah blah. Like, I just want you to know, like, the you know, it was it was a freak thing? Like, trying to feel bad about it. It was clean play, blah blah blah. But like, also, our team doesn't really want to play the rest of the game. And we're like, all right, that's definitely fair. Um." That whole night, I was like, I like drove home the snowstorm. Like, you know what I mean? I was just like, fuck. I just you didn't drive. Well, I rode home in the snowstorm. Yeah, I was traumatized in the back seat. Uh, He ended up being okay. Actually, weird circle here. Our goaltender at the time ended up playing hockey with him in college, so he was fine and stuff. Apparently, he had some condition where like that like head trauma could like trigger seizures and stuff. So it was like sounds like he got a, a good amount of that. Um, but yeah, I th- I was so fucking terrified, dude. Though I thought I like really injured him, and I was like, oh my god, you know what I mean? Like that. I don't know if I I'm could picturing- live with that. That was fucked. But I'm, I'm picturing the stretcher coming onto the ice, and you're just screaming, it was dude. Clean- like they oh, actually no. like they actually like ambulance like the full nine yards. It was bad. Like <laughs> it was scary. Um, but yeah, and and also our coach's son was pissed at me because he got to the game during the intermission stepped on the ice before the second period for a quick warm-up lap and then it was like the first shift that had happened so he didn't even get to play a shift and he was like bro like come on like, 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 the sun showed up a fucking period late to well because there was a bad snowstorm and i think yeah. his Sorry, you know, fuck like that. you're the thing, coach's but... son and the coach is <laughs> there how the fuck aren't you at the game anyway point is i suck he as evident by the thing and yeah he ended up being okay though, so that I'm I'm happy about that because that was terrifying. But had a hell of a career. Yeah, that was. College? No, I mean it was. I think it was like club for a team. Exposing one too much. No one would have known. You could have said he was a fucking Hobie Baker winner. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he was. I don't know. Maybe he will be. Who knows? It was actually Johnny Gaudreau. <laughs> anyway, Lovely that kid enough. was Connor McDavid, so it's pretty much my <laughs> – you're welcome. <laughs> Are you who prevented him from winning the Calder? <laughs> yeah. Is that you? Remember when Connor McDavid broke his finger in a fight? Yeah, that was me. He was socking in the face. So there you go. No. <laughs> One of the more outrageous Your, your cheeks definitely aren't that bony. <laughs> 
<laughs> nah, dude, I got I got pillows on the side here. Let's face. go. I know. I got a real punchable face. It's great. I know. Yeah. I thought, by the way, I thought Nick Ritchie killed Justin Braun tonight. Oh, what hit. a fucking hit. <laughs> An audible hit. So, I, like, I honestly, I, th- I thought it was a charge in real time. And then they showed the replay, and it was like, nah, you just, like, you just hit him. Just fucking lit him <laughs> up. Yeah. That's just Nick. That's, That's just Nick Ritchie. That's just, just big, big fudge. That's just big fudge. Do yeah. you fucking... It's just our big beefy boy, like you know, big beefy boy, big fudge. Well, the, like the pucks out of the frame, and Jack's like, and Braun goes after Richie. I was like, I would really not do that. I, I would not recommend that. You just died. <laughs> Somehow come away like on your feet. I would not go after Nick Richie now. I would let let him sleep. Let him sleep. I'm curious if I ever saw Nick Richie in San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. No one really knows what it means. Hey, remember that show Diego, which was after Dora? Like it was the. Is this where we're at in the podcast? <laughs> yeah. No, but Diego's like Dora's cousin, and like they just made a spinoff, and it didn't last long. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't just run with Dora. They just uh, like let's, let's try this guy. They're like, all right, well Dora's unpopular now. Let's try Diego. And they're like, how is that going to be better than Dora? Yeah, I mean, you're not topping that. Yeah, you can't top Dora in fucking boots and oh hell yeah, swiper. I saw, I saw Nick Ritchie play in San Diego. I just never noticed him. <laughs> nice, nice. He was just buzzing. He, had, he wasn't big fudge back then. He was little fudge. He had 30 points in 38 games in the 15-16 season and 59 penalty minutes. Had <laughs> a boy, fucking animal. That's our big beefy boy. Colin, this one's for you. PBR. There you go. Thank. God, by association, if you now I might need to go grab another beer. Yeah, do it. Even if we wrap this episode up, do it. (laughs) Yeah, I think we can end the recording and then I'll grab another beer and we can talk about. I don't even know what we talked about. Yo, uh, Gonzaga's undefeated season is spoiled by Baylor in the national championship. (laughs) Just Villanova continuing where they left off in like 2015 when they decided to every other year lose to the eventual national championship. Yeah. Dude, my my Terps are looking real fucking nice for next season, boys. Villanova leading the national champions at halftime until they... uh, (laughs) There you go. Hang the banner. Hanging you wearing a jean jacket? Have you been wearing a jean jacket the whole time? Yeah, it's like denim. a it's like a pearl snap shirt. Yeah, I used to have that to wear sounds a way jean worse jacket than the denim work. jacket. A pearl snap denim jacket. Yeah. I used to have to wear one for work at my old school. So it's basically a denim jacket. Yeah, buttons up. That's yeah. what. Yeah, I didn't realize that that's what pearl snap was. So it's like what? So well, I thought that was like the brand. <laughs> no, so like, <laughs> I mean, obviously not real pearl, but like. The, yeah, like pearl uh, buttons. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wonder if I still have my jean jacket. So the, I think I threw it away. This is a pretty good shirt because it's like it does a good job. Like denim in general, I think does a really good job of not being too hot when it's warm out, but it keeps you warm when it's cold out. Yes, dude, denim's the literally the best material. So it's it's like a really good shirt to wear when it's like a a warmer temperature when you know it's gonna get a little colder later. Here's a fun fact. I haven't owned or worn a pair of jeans since my like sophomore year of high school. Speaking oh, of so denim, you're one of are you one of those sweatpants athletic, motherfuckers? Athletic pants. Dude, yeah. Oh fuck. Oh yeah. 
you comfort. you re- you remind I judge me people lot. like you on the street. I got weird. <laughs> I got weird sized legs. They just jeans hurt. Like I just don't like them. It's like you I, just work out too much. Nope, that's certainly actually. You know what? Actually, that is what I do at the gym. I ride the bike because I can sit down and watch TV at the same time. <laughs> I'm not you, kidding. You can't I'm wear jeans to, doing that. So I'll be at the gym for like a really long time. And if like when I was in Bright, my roommates were like, dude, what are you were at the gym forever? I was like, yeah, I was stretching for about an hour because I have to for my back. And then I was riding the bike. <laughs> now, and now watching I'm watching the Minnesota that was the Wild. Whole thing. Yeah, watching watching 2013 Minnesota Wild highlights. We can wrap the episode itself up. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot we're still recording. I can edit some bad. shit out, but Colin, shout out your your shit. What do you do? What is it exactly that you do? Colin, what is life? <laughs> what is know. love? I don't really do anything. I just what are your apps? What are your apps? You do stuff with Bruins Die Hard. You do stuff personally. I, I Bruins diehards. My uh, job is to do social media stuff slash just deal with all the shit. Nice. Like you goons, like us. Yeah, like, yep. you, like you guys. You're our handler. Yeah, yeah we're proud to be a part, part of that shit. We're like, <laughs> hey, can we have someone on? And then we're there, like, no. You have to and go. Like, yeah, give toss us to you, who can break it to us softly. Yeah. Hey guys, um, they said. Well, they said go fuck yourself, but like, I think what they meant was maybe next year they'll come on. <laughs> I think and, what they meant um, was like, especially Cam, it. go fuck yourself. Nick, <laughs> Nick said he was going to reach out to to Carolyn and Paul about coming on the podcast, but I only sort of believe him. So. I'll, I'll I'll text Carolyn tomorrow. I'll <laughs> we'll text Nick. Maybe he'll text me back. Uh, he probably won't. He, he doesn't like to do I'm, that. I'm shocked he came on the podcast. Uh, Drew apparently has like a direct line to him. Yeah, because he fucking he so Nick go and posted on Facebook that his lease is ending and he needs roommates and he's living in Portland. I was like, hey, I'm planning to move to Portland, but probably not till September. And he's like, cool, like I'll keep <laughs> you said, in the cool. loop. <laughs> like I might, cool, I, I might wind up now. living in this other place. So Bro, I DM this motherfucker and like a- at, at one point he like sent me the like link to like an apartment he's like oh never mind that's not in portland that's in some other town and so like that's in portland oregon like, My i'm bad. actually the best pro like prospect <laughs> right now which is weird because his lease ends in may and, and so he's and gonna be like okay. homeless for a few dude months. i i really swear to god months. i dm'd him like two and a half months ago and i was not to like ask to like live with him but i was just like yo i'm looking for like new apartments do you know anywhere i could look and just got completely ghosted by him <laughs> i didn't no. say shit that's no. like where i could look no dude so, he's by bruins diehards see, me, see me and nick we go we go way back right we go yeah wait yeah <laughs> yeah you were like yeah i'm trying i might be moving to probably he's like yeah sick you're not cam so like let's figure let's this out together, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's like, make sure we get married we haven't been fired yet so <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't think so anyways well this has been bruising bruins episode of 35 thank you for listening and we'll see Bill you Nye, the science, the science guy, guy. Science. Of course, like.